0: Um, welcome to our channel. My name is Emily. I'm Elise. And this is Compassion Fatigue. <laughs> we are two extremely, extremely tired graduate students in psychology. Yes. Um, and we came up with the idea to do this YouTube channel slash podcast slash whatever this may be because we were kind of tired of academia wanted right. to do something different. Yeah. Inspired yes. both the name and the creation of this channel. Yes, so our dear friend Wikipedia uh, Characterizes compassion fatigue, and I think this is funny um, As secondary traumatic stress We're not no we're not there's no trauma. No, more. no, no, there's no trauma never. Never. never No, no trauma, no trauma. <laughs> um, It's a condition characterized by a gradual lessening of compassion over time uh, common Occupations are common. People who are affected by compassion fatigue are uh, people who d- work directly with victims of disasters, um, attorneys, veterinarians, uh, psychologists, um, firefighters, public librarians. So, kind of runs the gamut. Yeah, I mean, librarians a little bit shocking. Yeah, but yeah. like, I mean, you have to deal with kids. <laughs> Right, and and people who don't know and, and are nasty to your books that you probably care about a lot sure. and they keep asking you for help or demanding stuff and never being kind in return. Yeah, yeah, yeah I see that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I worked in undergrad as um, a librarian in the art and architecture library in mm-hmm. my undergrad, and I had this grad student, and I don't even know what program, but she was asking me if I knew where to find books about fences, and I was like, huh? Um, so at our show, we wanted to again take a break a little bit from academia and talk about current events and things that just interest us, perhaps outside of psychology. Yes um, we aim to bring sass and judgment, lots of judgment lots of judgment um, about the topics that we cover um, and and they'll run the gamut and just I think you know if there's something happening that week that we're interested in or we feel Pretty thoughtful about that. We want you know discuss. We'll bring it up. You know, it can be fun. It can be serious. Sure. It's just that I think this is. It's like our just a space for us to talk. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're there to listen, you know, whatever. Join on in. Let <laughs> us know exactly. What you think. Yeah, join on in. Give us some feedback. You know. Yeah. So. Um, so, but yeah, we don't know where everything is going quite yet. Yeah. That's why y'all's feedback will be yeah, really what, important. What, what did people like, what did people not like. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there might be doggo videos in the future, mm, right? Mm-hmm. We both have dogs. Yes, very cute dogs. Yes, I have a five-month-old sheep inu puppy, and I have an eight-year-old five-pound chihuahua. Mm. Very cute. Just a shaking mask. Just a ball shake. Just shakes all the time. Shakes. Just anxiety. I relate. Yes. So, yeah, well, (laughs) I think this really captured, this introduction really captured kind of who we are and the way we think and what happens. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, And so... so If you don't like it, just click off, but like, you know, bye-bye. Yeah, I mean, we don't need everyone to agree with us. We're okay with that. And in fact, you probably won't, so... I mean, there's probably plenty of people who just clicked on, saw two Asian women sitting here, and heard that we're in higher education, and they're like, bye bye Right. Right. Like just immediately. And it's like, okay, if that's you, right. That's you. Or if you clicked on because you have yellow fever, like you should probably just click off now because that is not anyway. not okay. <laughs> N- nothing to do with this channel. Nothing to do with this channel, right. Exactly. Never. Anyways. Yeah. You get to hear two Asian Americans. Mm-hmm. Second generation. Second generation. From the South. From the South. That's 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 like the that's that's the cool thing about us, I think. That's what we can kind we of bring to the table. We survived without living in our own little like, you know, ethnic enclaves. We were yes. very much thrown into the mix that was really a mix yeah. of like racial, cultural Yeah. Um, but basically like when we both grew up in an area where they said the Asian or the Asian family and mm-hmm. there was only one, so you knew exactly who you're talking about. Right. and that was us. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, so just sharing our views, mm-hmm. what we're you thinking, opinions, judgments, sass, everything with everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let us know what you think, let us know what you like, mm-hmm. what you didn't like, what would you like to see. Yeah. What would you not like to see? <laughs> <laughs> Some people not, might not want the dog videos. Right. Or evanescence covers. I, that didn't probably I guess totally that. forgot that. Yeah. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> no covers, no No covers, no karaoke. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we're kind of open. So let us know what you think. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah let's, let's get start started. So first story. Yeah, first story of the day. Brexit. Brexit. Um, so this is just kind of um, what's been happening in this past week. Um, but for those who are not aware, Brexit is happening over... In Britain, and I'm pretty sure anyone over in Europe actually knows very right. well this is what's happening. But for us Americans, you know, this is kind of across. Is it the pond? Across, across the pond, pond, yeah. Across the pond is. That yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the same. Right. Got it. Okay, I got this white stuff. War Yes. <laughs> so yeah, so <laughs> Brexit's been happening. So Britain, about two years ago, or give or take two years ago, voted um, to leave the European Union, and they've been working for the past two years to figure out how that was going to happen because. Um, they share a monetary system, they share, you know, passports, passports CEO, yeah. you know, there's financial economic stuff happening, there's policies, et cetera, et cetera. And so... The border between Northern Ireland and Ireland. That's a whole different I mean, story. Of yeah. Too. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's been an issue, and um, Theresa May, who was the, Prime pr- Minister. the previous Prime Minister mm-hmm. of Great Britain, um, was trying to, like, pass an amendment. So as I was saying, so Theresa May had been trying for a while to pass an amendment to um, come to an agreement for Britain to peacefully and with as minimal issue leave the European Union. Mm-hmm. Um, however, she failed and she left office, mm-hmm. and Boris Johnson <laughs> has come in Trump's to biffle. power. Yes. Yeah. Like it's Britain Trump. I mean, have you seen his hair, girl? I mean, spit in image of the man. I was just like, I never thought you could get worse hair than Trump's. Yeah. So, um, so Boris Johnson is now, um, as you know, as we were saying, is Trump's best friend. So a very conservative, very right-winged um, prime minister who's, mm-hmm. who's taken over um, <laughs> has been trying to pass an amendment and has failed. Mm-hmm. And so there's an art because this just sounds like Star Wars to me. <laughs> This, this is Star Wars. So, here's some of the um, highlights of CNN's uh, article, and we'll link this below so people don't read it. But it says, Rebels take control. feel like the Rebel Alliance, right? Ridiculous. And it says, Tomorrow, a uh, Rebel Alliance oh, of, of opposition and <laughs> Conservative MPs will try to pass a bill to prevent the Prime Minister from taking the UK out of the EU without a deal, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Yes, the Rebel Alliance. So, but Star Wars, right? Star Wars. But yeah, so I I personally really laughed when I saw this article because I was just like... Wow, I'm in a really TV, show. TV show. right?" But beyond that, I think it was also kind of amazing what happened. So I'm not sure people understand, but it's like... It's to make to put it into American terms, <laughs> to put it into terms that um, the U.S. would understand, it's like, if, can you imagine if in the current Congress, stop Republicans, so people who supported Trump and have been Republican their whole life, like Mitch McConnell, mm-hmm. um, Ted Cruz, like a vast majority of those congressmen and senators, um, re- representatives, suddenly decide to vote with the Democrats. And they sided with the Democrats, to go against President Trump, like total opposition of Trump. Mm-hmm. That's what's happened in Britain yeah. right now. So it's, it's, to me, it was refreshing. Yeah, it right. gave me a little bit of hope. Right. Because um, Britain just leaving without an agreement would be bad for a lot of people, including Britain. Right. Um, but you know. Boris Johnson doesn't seem to care, but it seems like at least uh, the MPs and the representatives there are aware of this mm-hmm. and are willing to do it. So I was hopeful. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah, it, it gives me some hope that yes, perhaps um, Congress, like what is it, the House, hmm, Britain, um, Britain's parliamentary system is going to do a little bit more than like our legislative system. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um. Hope. <clears throat> hope, hope, right? It's always hope. Yeah. Like we, I felt hope briefly when Korea um, impeached the president, and then we were like, maybe we could do it here. did it happen. No. Nope. But anyways. But yeah. Next story. Next story. This is gonna be. Fun. This is gonna be fun. So this is, I guess, our main story of the day. Um, cancel cancel culture. culture. Cancel culture. Yeah. I guess can you can um, or I guess would it be Urban Dictionary or would, would Wikipedia have one? What is cancel culture? Because I didn't actually really understand it right. until um, I was talking with my friends this past week. Mm-hmm. So I am looking at the top definition on Urban Dictionary currently. Okay, I feel like this is a term that has come up in like. Recent vernacular, but the idea has been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, Urban Dictionary says that can't culture is when a large mob of people come together to relentlessly attack a certain person over an accusation of some kind, which I don't know may or may not be true or false. Mm-hmm. <coughs> um, the second definition is a modern internet phenomenon where a person is ejected from influence or fame by questionable actions caused by a critical mass of people who are quick to judge and slow to question. Okay. I feel like that's pretty... I think that that captures <clears throat> very much what cancel, or at least how I'm perceiving cancel culture. Too. Sure. Uh, well, let's talk about an example. And one that's been in very recent media news sure. is mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. who love, like I always thought he was funny. Yes. Hilarious. You know? He is. And um, So he recently came out with a stand-up special on Netflix. Yes. Yeah. Sticks and Stones. Yep. Right. Um, and he, you know, he did a lot of great jokes in there. There were some, some really great things about gun violence Mm -hmm. that I really did appreciate. Um, but he did, as he's done in the past, a bit about the LGBTQ community. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, it was flat. First of all, it wasn't funny. Like, when we were talking about this and we were planning this out, Elise kept saying, like, where's the joke? Yeah, no, Like, that was very accurate. It was a very accurate characterization. Um... I don't know, it was... It felt really flat, and knowing his history with his jokes and about the LGBTQ community, Mm -hmm. it's like, you should have known better, right? Right. Um, But I think what gets interesting is how people have reacted. To this, right, right. Going like, back to cancel culture, right. We we'll have to cancel culture. It's been very reactionary and very much the opinion is he is a hundred percent bad for what he for this one thing he said, mm-hmm. and therefore we need to boycott everything he's done, and we can't you know watch or appreciate anything of his. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where I get put off about this. Yeah, is. While well, I agree. What he said was problematic. Yeah. It is wrong. It is not appropriate in any way. He should have known better. Um, but I don't think it discredits him entirely, right? Right. I mean, I still think that he's funny. Um, I can still go back and watch a show and right. like find merit in it. And like he's had such an influence on like comedy as we mm-hmm. know it now. I don't approve of like his jokes. I think if he did issue an apology, like, that should have been widespread, right. like, and it should have been genuine, etc. Um, but I don't think we should cancel Dave Chappelle. Right. I, mean, like, I think there's a big tendency for people to be very black or white mm-hmm. nowadays, very extreme and yeah. very polarized in a lot of different ways, but it's like, he did one thing bad so he's entirely evil. Right. And it's like, that's not how people are. Like, even if we go in history and like, we think about all the bad historical figures, they weren't entirely bad. They weren't 100% evil. Right. No one is. Mm-hmm. Um, now, like, you know, you want to weigh <laughs> right. Right, what, the good and bad, but like, Dave Chappelle isn't 100% bad. He mm-hmm. did something bad, yes, he has something to learn, and I hope as a person who's enjoyed his stuff in the past, that he will learn and he will get better, mm-hmm. right? And. Hope that that will come soon, right? But I think cancel culture doesn't give anyone any space, mm-hmm. right? Like, there's no space to grow. It's, you did one thing wrong. You're, you're out. Yeah. It's like okay. Like, I guess I need to be perfect, right? Coming out of my mama's womb, it's like I need to be perfect. <laughs> like, I don't know. It also makes me think about like how quick we are to forgive certain um, certain bad things that people have done. Mm-hmm. So. When we were discussing counterculture before and we we're planning, it made me think of like a few years ago when Ariana Grande like went into a Cambodian donut shop and like licked donuts and she was like clearly like intoxicated on something. Right. Um, I'm not sure if cancer culture was necessarily like as big of a thing at that point, but I definitely was angry on behalf of like right. Cambodian Americans, Cambodians, like people because like first of all that's rude. Like why would you lick a donut? Yeah. you can't even like you can't eat it, you know. And, um, but even though she like apologized for it, I think she was kind of forgiven quickly. And like, you know, right. even for me, like I found myself like bopping along, and I'm like, oh yeah, but she like with donuts, like right. that's really rude right. I don't like that. Um, And then also like you know Mark Wahlberg, who like loved him, but in his youth, you know. Right. He is a, a guy from Southie, and he punched a Vietnamese guy, like, literally assaulted somebody, right. and he didn't apologize until, I don't know, like, 20 years later. Yeah. But I feel like as a culture, we've kind of forgiven him, and then we're like, oh yeah, like, Mark Mark, like, Wahlbergers, right, right, right. whatever, you know, so it's like, how, who, like, dictates how long we cancel somebody for, or like, how much we punish somebody for their transgressions, right? right? Who gets a pass and who doesn't? Right. Um. Yeah, and I think people are, different people are held to different standards for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't expect the world to be fair, but it does feel very unfair. It does. Right. It does. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's a part of me that really is like, what the hell? Like, yeah, like, y'all gotta. Y'all are doing too much. Too much. Like. But then, <laughs> at the, on the other hand, I also understand, like, it, it's, we're in, because I also feel this is. There's, you don't have power like there is a sense of powerlessness in front of these people or in front of this world of There's nothing I can do to show that I am unhappy that I am Disappointed that I am wanting change so what can I do? I can boycott this person or I can cancel, cancel this person to mm-hmm. show that this is unacceptable So it's like on the other it's like the flip side It's like I understand that like I can see why people are wanting to exercise mm-hmm. their right to voice their displeasure and to um, you know, decide where their money and monetary value goes. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But it's nuanced. Right, right. right. And, and it shouldn't like, be black or white necessarily. Right. I wish there was a balance. Yeah. Right? A little bit of balance. Like, I think part of it too, especially when we talk about something like community or arts or whatever is the discussion of rights versus responsibility. Mm. Like, Dave Chappelle obviously had the right to tell whatever jokes he wanted that he thought were funny. Yes. And because of his influence and because of his fame, doesn't he also have the responsibility to do the right thing by people? Yes. You know, like, I think that in some ways he should censor himself because he's not like, he's a household name, right? Most people know Dave Chappelle. So it's like that kind of balance of, yes, you have the right to go and make right. not politically correct jokes, and you kind of have a responsibility to like your fans who might be part of the community that you're like, whatever, right. whatever, right. to do the right thing, yeah. you know? Like, how do I want to phrase this? Like, there is freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. You can say whatever you like, but the people who hear it don't have to like what you're saying. Right? Exactly. You can say it. It doesn't mean there's no consequences that come with it. Correct. So you yes, still be held accountable. Yes, so there's always responsibility, and I think... On one hand, some people push that responsibility so far, mm-hmm. and on the other hand, people are like, they don't want that responsibility at all. So it's like, balance y'all. Like, let's come to the middle. Right. Like all things. Balance the gray in the middle. <laughs> right. Right. But yeah. yeah. So let's transition to... Um, Something a brighter. more lighthearted topic, yes. and something to end on a Sometimes higher note. I high um, So, I was an Asian American studies minor as undergrad. Okay. And so, one thing that we talked about a lot was Asian American representation in media, and of course, we went from like the Bruce Lee at the beginning, yes. and um, the, the racist portrayals of like <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> <Is that> Tiffany's <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, But I think it's amazing and refreshing to see more, especially Asian American, Mm -hmm. masculine appearing men in um, American media these days. Right. Um, So two people um, that we wanted to highlight were Simu Liu and Henry Golding. Yes. Two, um, I mean, yes, they've done amazing things in the past, but specifically recently with the announcements that they will be headlining their own major movies, Mm -hmm. like major Hollywood movies. So Simu Liu is going to be Shang-Chi, which will be the newest addition, or one of the newer additions to Marvel, which is kind of freaking amazing. Right. Right. I mean, Marvel's made some big announcements for Asian Americans, I think, Mm -hmm. recently with... um, I don't know his English name, but Ma dong who's a Korean actor, Korean-American actor, mm-hmm. who's gonna be in The Eternals. Oh, yeah. I actually hadn't heard of that. I yeah, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. Doing some great announcements for Asian-Americans, but you know, Sang-chi, though having some of its own tumultuous history right. with racism, but you know, probably getting a big facelift with this, it's great to see Simu Yu, who's gonna be in that role, mm-hmm. portraying not only just an Asian-American male, but like, like you said, like Asian and male being portrayed as attractive, mm-hmm. I think, is a big change. I have something really to look forward to instead of like a caricature or like a feminized right. kind of right. version, yeah, of um, of a man. Yes, yeah, so, um, and then Henry Golding, yes, who's been casted as Snake Eyes for the new GI Joe movie, mm-hmm. right? So. I was like, oh, they're doing another GI Joe. <laughs> yeah, first of all, <laughs> one. Yeah. But then, like, oh, it's like a, I believe, majorly like an Asian cast, or I think it is, mm-hmm. maybe. But yeah. Henry Cohn is playing Snake Eyes. Mm-hmm. First, I mean, the first time he was on my radar was through Crazy Rich Asians, yes. where he's like the main male lead. Yes. Um, very nice, romantic. Yeah. Yeah. Loved that. Yeah. So very then, proud. Yes. So that's, that was exciting to hear. I think mm-hmm. it's great to hear about Asian-American representation, Asian-American male representation, mm-hmm. and, you know, there are also playing characters that are kind of B.A. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, superheroes, let's go. Yeah. Like, um, sorry, like randomly, my friend, um, we're changing different superheroes, but my friend watched Wonder Woman, uh-huh. and she came out and she was like, You know, watching Wonder Woman, I came out going, like, yeah, I can do this. I'm a woman. I can do this. And she's like, is this how men feel watching superhero movies? And I'm like, yeah, no, I relate to that, right? Watching a strong female character. So it's like being able to now see a strong Asian American character. Right. It's going to be an extra, like, boost, like, yeah, we got this. Right. can do this. It's like almost like a wet blanket has been, like, uncovered. Like, oh, is this how it feels to not be oppressed? (laughs) Oh, I like this. I I can get used to that. Yeah. Yeah. Still a long yeah. way to go, of course. Long, but. long ways to go. I mean, we're not even going to talk about the whitewashing that's happened in recent Hollywood with, Maze. yeah, Scarlett Johansson. All oh, and we're just going to move, on from, move that. on from that. But yeah, it's great to see. Mm-hmm. Very excited to see both movies. I'm always hesitant. Mm-hmm. I will say with uh, superhero movies because I feel like it's a hit or a miss. Yeah, but I'm still excited. Right, cautiously optimistic. There we go, cautiously optimistic. Yeah. But yeah. Well, thank you for watching and listening to our inaugural episode of Compassion Fatigue. That has been filled with a lot of technical difficulties and a lot of tangents, but you know what? Just we'll iron things out and we'll go from there. We'll go from there. Yes. So So let us know your thoughts in the comments and stuff like that. Um, And we will get back at you next time with more stuff, more, more judgments, more sass. Maybe more Star Wars. I would like that. I would like that. More Brexit Star Wars.